window. I'm Dan Kubish. This is my wonderful wife, Debbie. Hi. Uh, and uh, we're taking a couple days here to talk to you uh, on Noah's window. Mark and Mary Alice is taking a break, a uh, well-deserved break, and it's always uh, a fun and positive thing to watch Noah's window each yes, and every day. Exactly. And so we're privileged to be here. But today, Debbie, we want to talk about hopelessness. Well, yeah, we want to talk about what to do when you feel hopelessness. Yes, and we have a story today. It's out of the book of Matthew. And and if you know your Bible, Matthew chapter 14, Jesus just fed the 5,000 and, you know, is doing his earthly ministry with the disciples. And they get done with all that feeding of the 5,000. You can imagine, I just think about uh, how all that was orchestrated. But Jesus told his disciples, he insisted, it says, it says, immediately after this, after feeding the 5,000, Jesus insisted that his disciples get back into the boat and cross to the other side of the lake where he sent the people home. After he sent the people home, after sending them home, he went up into the hills, Jesus did, to pray by himself. Night fell while he was there alone. Meanwhile, the disciples were in trouble far away from the land for a strong wind had risen and they were fighting heavy waves. And now, I'm not a big boat person uh, necessarily. I mean, I like boats sort of, you know, I don't mind us pontoon boat, but I don't really like the rocking of the waves. I'm not, I haven't gone on a cruise. Yeah. I know some of you believe that's the best vacation you can take. The other half of you think, hey, why do you want to be on that Titanic? Uh, I get that. But for me, I remember as a kid, I was in junior high and a friend of my dad's offered to take me and my brother uh, to a lake, Blue Mesa Reservoir in uh-huh. Colorado. Uh-huh. And it's a pretty big lake uh, back then. And he had this little 14, 16 foot motorboat. And we were out there fishing, weren't catching anything. But in the mid-afternoon, all of a sudden, you know, one of those mountain storms came up. And there was probably a foot or two waves, you know, and his motor quit working. And we're out in the middle of the lake, and this little boat is just doing like this. And made me very uneasy, you know. He finally got us started, and we were all safe and stuff. But I was thinking the disciples when it says heavy waves crashing onto the boat. And they felt hopeless, but Jesus is the one that told them, to go. To go. To yeah, go. because sometimes following Jesus can take you directly into the heart of a storm. Yes. Yeah, and uh, you know, it's there that we realize Jesus is with us. And Jesus, if you know the story, Jesus comes walking on the water. Uh, Peter asked to go out and meet him. Uh, he takes his eyes off Jesus. Jesus rescues them, uh, him, and calms the, the sea. But, you know, Jesus is there all the time, even though we are in a state of hopelessness sometimes. I love the saying that when, you know, sometimes when you hit rock bottom, you know, Jesus is the rock that's at the bottom. That's right. And, and the is we have to live that. It's hard sometimes. Be, be, you know, and the other story I think about in the Bible, Debbie, is Moses and the Israelites. And they come up to the Red Sea. And we were talking in our office a few hours ago. And, you know, you, you picture sometimes the Red Sea being this narrow little thing that they walked across. It took them five minutes to get across and they'll be done. Well, the, the Red Sea can be up to 190 miles wide in some places. Yeah. Now the experts saying that it might have taken them anywhere from two to five hours hours to cross. Yeah. Uh, But, you know, God was with them, led them up to the edge of the Red Sea. They felt hopeless. Here comes the Egyptian army. 
what do we do? You know, and so, you know, just because you might have that feeling does not mean that God is still not with you. That's exactly right. And not teaching you something that God is always using every circumstance that you go through to teach you something about himself. And that's what's so exciting when we begin to learn more about him. And through that, then we can minister to others around us because of what we've learned. Yeah. You know, even growing up, even with our kids, you know, I mean, every family has trials and tribulations and death of loved ones. And you get Mm -hmm. to the point where, you know, there's been a few days, you know, where you just kind of feel like, what am I supposed to do? What's the next right decision? You know, but you, for, for those times for us that we were in there, the thing that kept us secure is we know God knows all about us. He created us. He knows everything about us and we can rest in the assurance that God is still with us. And uh, sometimes it's hard, but it's a truth that is biblically based and biblically sound. And it's something that we can hold on to with both arms. That's right. So the thing we'd like you to remember from today is if you feel like you're drowning or if you feel like you're close to drowning, your lifeguard can walk on the water. That's right. That's I right. love that saying. <laughs> and and we just like to pray for you. I yes. know many hundreds of people watch Noah's window and everybody is in a different stage of life, a different spiritual condition. Mm-hmm. Some of you that watch this have just taken that step of faith and you are now a Christian and you're just trying trying to figure out what the next right thing to do. Others that watch are very mature in the faith, but we still go through deep waters and tough times. And uh, Debbie, I would just like to take a moment and pray for all the different people that will be watching and the circumstances that they're in, that they never feel hopeless, uh, you know, that God is always there, comforting them, being there, and just reach out to Him. Yes. And let's do that right now. Yes, let's do that. Dear Heavenly Father, um, we love you so much. We're so grateful for your word that shows us how faithful you truly are, that you love us so much and that you walk through us with every trial that we face. And Father, I just pray right now that your Holy Spirit would be um, reaching out to those people who are feeling the hopelessness that we've talked about today and, and maybe not understanding the circumstances that they're going through and wondering really if you are there. Just remind them today that you are with them and that what they're going through um, will will have a purpose and will have a great impact on their lives when they allow yes. you to work through that. Father, I pray that you would be with each circumstance that, that those are facing. And Father, just um, put your loving arms around them and care for them and watch over them. And we'll thank you and praise you for all you're going to do, Jesus. And it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Well, thank you for watching Noah's Window on this Wednesday. And we'll be back again tomorrow. So we hope we see you then. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.